37, Nerd to the Future, Part 2. Woohoo! We're back, guys. I'm Brendan. I'm Spindles. And I'm Amy. Okay, on this show, the first of 2015, we are going to take a look back at the highs and lows from 2014 and have a little look ahead at what's coming up this year that's got us feeling all tingly and excited in our nerdy places. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's good to be back on the air as well. Indeed, yes. Welcome back, chaps. It seems like forever. It does. It yeah, has been a long time. And, uh, yeah, we had a very slow end to the year. I think we were all very, very busy at the end of last year. So we, yeah. uh, yes. we, we can but apologise for our absence at the end of last year. But hopefully we'll make up for it this year. Yeah. <laughs> Extra bumper amounts of nerdiness. Oh, for sure. Because, I mean, it's 2015 and we get to say there's a new Star Wars movie out this year. Indeed. Yes. And that is just a particularly exciting thing. Mm. Regardless of what it eventually ends up to be like, whether it's shit or not. Well, yeah, I, I think I uh, still have uh, yeah. moments from back from when episode one came out and the crushing disappointment that yeah, that yeah. was. So uh, yes. I'm, I'm trying not to get too overexcited. Indeed, I, I'm, I'm being reserved about it I, until I see it. I'm getting excited. And to be honest, if the first scene of the new Star Wars film is familiar bounty hunter's hand just clawing at the sands he pulls himself out of the sarlacc pit then jj abrams can do no wrong i will forgive him anything else he wants to do in that film as long as he makes boba fett <coughs> cool out the sarlacc canon again because obviously with the expanded universe being it was in the comics yeah wasn't it that he escaped yeah well, that yes. one written out you know it's not canon anymore so we need to make that happen but yeah but let's start with a look back, shall we? Uh, so, yeah, uh, I think... Well, who's going to start? Okay, well, I'll start with one of the disappointments of 2014 for me. So we'll, start so we'll go for disappointments first. Yeah, yeah this, this, right, disappointments we'll, first. We'll get the whinging out of the way yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. Um, Doctor Who. Okay, that was a disappointment for you, That was it? a disappointment okay. for me. Yeah. What in particular? The writing. All right, okay. Okay. I think the writing really let the series down. Um... Capaldi did a great job when he was allowed to. Uh, Jenna Coleman did as well. I didn't like the fact that she was reduced to being an object in certain episodes, especially The Caretaker, where she was essentially the prize that Danny and the Doctor were competing for. Mm. Um, And there's been companion-centric episodes in the past in which the companion has actually had urgency in a story arc of their own right. Mm and I don't think they did Clara any justice this year um, and I thought that was a shame hmm. and what do you think of the, the revelation that she's not leaving I'm okay with that maybe this, maybe her second season run with uh, Capaldi will be will be better than the first but you know Moffat's just going to write in another character at the start of next season that is eventually only going to exist purely to be uh an emotional trigger in the finale. That's all Danny Pink was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He had no character in his own right. He was just designed, just written in, so that in the finale he could be sacrificed for a cheap emotional hit. Yeah. Um, and that is becoming a recurring theme. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I thought his part was 
yeah, like you said, just wedged in there for the fuck of it. He yeah. seemed to be put in there to antagonise the Doctor a bit as well. Yeah. yeah. That was it. And it really. <laughs> it, was, it, it was all a bit... The character that Kara had been given and, and was supposed to be portraying, it completely went against who she was as a person to have that thrown in there. Mm. I think, once again, they've, they've just completely forgotten about or Twee and Gurley instead of her being a bit of a intellectually well I think they've completely forgotten person. about the key purpose of the character and the whole yes. you know lost the girl yeah. through time yeah. and everything yeah. they've done yes. nothing with that at all since they, no. they put it into the storyline yeah. they've gone you know what we've done that fuck it I yeah the impossible girl out. thing it just just, it's just yeah. been forgotten yeah I also felt that bringing Matt Smith back for the pilot episode season two of uh, the season rather really undermined Capaldi's Yeah, I think so yeah. as well. I, yeah, I think we've spoken about this before that it kind of felt yeah. like it was, hey kids, Matt Smith says it's fine. So <laughs> it's got to be a huge, huge mistake. Yeah. So yeah, ultimately, given that the previous year was so fucking great with the 50th anniversary and everything, Doctor Who, this time around, Sucks. bit of a disappointment. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, that's got to go on my disappointment list, I'm afraid, boys. Okay. Yeah. Second one? Room 101. We'll go, we'll go around. Oh, we'll go around. Okay, cool. AD next or me? Go. Me? All right, yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, big disappointment for me. Uh, Destiny on PS4. Okay. Very, very disappointed in it. Um, After the hype? Uh, yeah, I was massively looking forward to it. It was one of the reasons I got a PS4. Yeah, it was yeah. one of the things I got with the PS4. Massively excited to play it. And I played it, and it's basically an average MMORPG with all the kind of fun socialising aspects taken out. Oh, and some very, very lacklustre vocal performances from Dinklebot. Yeah. It's like he basically just phoned in his character acting on it, and it, the gameplay is just dull, repetitive. The, com- the, the drops of items and stuff aren't particularly interesting either. It does not held my attention for longer than two hours, and that's in total. That's all I managed to play of it until I just got bored and put it down and played something else. Wow. Okay. That's yeah, that's quite brutal. a. I've not, I've not that touched it brutal, since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a pretty brutal damning. Yeah, I, I just really was not impressed with it at all. It's an it's an average yeah. kind of. But I have got an RPG, but I didn't after the hype and after its release, I virtually saw nothing mm. uh, appear. So it was it couldn't have been the, you know normally if it's really good it's like oh, oh this is great yeah. it just released and died. Yeah, and then they released mm. a, an expansion for it oh, kind of yeah. mid December. That I'm not even bothered with. Yeah. So uh, I don't know whether it's gotten better, but it had no kind of engaging features about it. The plotline didn't make sense. The weapons were just weapons. It was just. It seemed to be very much just like a, a game that you churn to get your character to the end, without actually enjoying it. Oh. Yeah. So, that was lucky. A, a big yeah. disappointment for me. Yeah. No, I kind of do not bother. Well, I'm, yeah. uh, I, I am. I've been thinking more than once of just trading it in because yeah. I just can't be bothered with it. What the game or the yeah, whole thing? The game. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, other yeah. games on the PS4 have been fantastic. Yeah, you got Alien Isolation, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's stunning. Awesome. Alien Isolation. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It it basically rewrites everything you know about kind of first person shooters because it's uh, well. You eff- effectively have to hide to survive. Cool. You can't get big guns and fight the alien. 
the only, that there are only a couple of weapons that you can fight throughout the entire game that have any kind of effect on it. You just basically have to hide and survive. Cool. A first person hider. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crawling in the tunnel. It is, yeah. I've posted some of the pictures of it, and you literally are crouching in cupboards, and I've got like, you know, peeping through the the slats in a, in in like a a kind of wardrobe, and you can see the alien walking past, (laughs) and then he just comes up right up to the thing. You have to kind of hide your breath. Yeah. Mostly they come at night. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it is brilliant. It's an awesome game. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Disappointment, AJ. I, I didn't really get into a lot and get to see a lot of things that I wanted to last year. I think that was my biggest disappointment of actually getting to do the things that I wanted to do or watch what I wanted to watch. Um, I have caught up on a lot of things, but I think in, in uh, TV, because I watched a shitload of random stuff and anime I think um, season 2 of Sword Art Online was a bit of a disappointment with the ending it uh, it died off quite they, they rammed loads into a normally you get 13 or 26 episodes in, a, in an anime yeah. and this one had 10 oh, right, and they okay. just seemed to ram like three different story plots into one final episode and said yeah that's it maybe it got cancelled and they just had to wrap it all up and it it was yeah that was pretty disappointing because it was a really good storyline really good if you haven't seen it and you're into full immersion online MMORPGs then it's certainly worth a good giggle if you're into your anime at all Um, it it is quite funny but and quite fucking harsh at times too Um, but yeah it, it was a really good first series the second series was going on a good arc and then they just completely went shit and have a load of bollocks the end and they all lived happily ever after in a new game that we don't know and hasn't been invented and is kind of there in the background as we okay so the credits fuck yeah right okay fair enough Hmm. second disappointment wasn't a particularly great year for high concept science fiction films, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I I enjoyed Interstellar primarily because I thought the sound the sound design decisions and mixing decisions were brave. But aside from that, there was Transcendence and Lucy, both of which I thought were depressingly mediocre. Okay. Um, they could have been really good films. But they screwed the pooch in the finales. Uh, Transcendence, for a film that cared about science and the impact science can have on birthing AI and its effect on the world, really, really seemed to hate scientists. Uh, I just didn't didn't enjoy that film at all. And Lucy could have been a great movie um, if the ending hadn't some really botchy kind of matrix type thing alright oh, okay um, no, I've not seen it yet so. yeah, yeah I, I kind of got from just from watching the uh, the, the trailers also it. I'm not sure about her being cast in Ghost in the Shell yeah mm. I'm, I'm not sure about, well yeah, I, that's, that's a future thing essentially just not yeah. sure about a live action version of it full yeah. stop but <laughs> there's a very interesting article that says feminism has come a long way in terms of casting as far as white females are concerned but they're still not brave enough to cast ethnic specific 
actresses for the roles that they are taking on. Mm. I think that's a bit of an issue as well. Mm. I would like to see some Japanese actresses taking the lead in live action anime mm. adaptations yeah. Yeah. because that's just right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, in, in the right role, how it would be portrayed. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's just the way it should be. Yeah. So, but yeah, quite an interesting article. Okay. But yeah, so yeah, Transcendence and Lucy. Films that promised a lot, but didn't quite deliver. Okay, fair enough. Uh, my second low light of the year, uh, Almost Human. Oh, Which that was bit? the... Um, the organisation of it? Or? The whole of it, just um. the show. <laughs> it... It again. It promised a high concept sci-fi yeah. series, and yeah, yeah. fell down on pretty much every step of the way. Yeah. yeah, it was dull. It was repetitive. You didn't really care about the characters. I think we had a conversation very early on about you know Carl Urban's character's shift between the pilot and episode yeah. and the proper episode one of the show. You know it. Uh, yeah, it just, it just failed on yeah, it pretty much every level. I didn't watch Beyond Episode 2 of that show. Yeah. I, I, I haven't watched the end, but I, I did watch up to about Episode 6 or 7 before I just finally gave up. I was like, <laughs> I didn't get to see much to be disappointed by. So. Fair play. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, number three then? Um, the Mentalist got renewed. It did, they yeah. Just finished and that. Yeah, it really isn't very good. <laughs> it's terrible. Fair. Okay, fair. Uh, yeah, they yeah, should have let that one just die. <laughs> at the end of season six. Yeah. When there's even, no flesh on the dead horse, stop fucking flogging. Even yeah. mid season five. Basically, once they wrapped up the Red John <laughs> plot line, that was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they should have left it there. Yeah, yeah no, totally. Yeah, just it. wouldn't let it fucking lie. Well, yeah, <laughs> it just it seems like they're trying to do different things with it. Yeah. They've got a whole bunch of new characters, and it just isn't working. You know, they're, they're trying to bring back some characters. They one of the recent episodes had um, Marina Backer in oh, back yeah. again as the psychologist who Jane had a thing with. Uh, she's in Gotham as well. Though. Is she? Yeah, that's another one that's underwhelmed. Yeah. As well. I've not watched much of that at all. And, yeah. yeah, not disappointed with it, but underwhelmed, I think. Okay. Yes. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Because uh, some episodes have been really, really good. Mm. It still needs to find its feet. The one thing that's really disappointing about that series so far is the one character they actually have that they could really uh, use to build Bruce Wayne with, they got completely wrong. They had... And that was? Thomas Elliot. They had an episode with... Thomas Elliot was the bully who was bullying Bruce Wayne and he's obviously he goes off to be Hush in the Hush storyline but they were childhood friends all the way through and they shared a bond over the fact that both of them had lost their parents and Thomas Elliot lost his mother at the hands of uh, Bruce's father because he was the doctor that couldn't save her life Hmm. Um, but yeah so that was like the one character legitimately Bruce Wayne's age who they could really use to develop some sort of backstory for the Bruce Wayne Batman character and they fudged it. Okay. It's sort of like building up for a sort of mistrust of friendships and stuff. They really messed that up. Um, but now they've got Arkham up and Gordon has been sent off to Arkham as punishment detail. He's a security guard there. Okay. 
We'll see how that plays out. You on Tinder? <laughs> yeah, no, you swipe, swipe right if you like them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. last last one of mine then is the current season of Walking Dead. Really? Yeah, not enjoying it. I think they're trying. They've, they've tried to introduce some kind of new stylistic things to it that I don't think have worked. They're jumping around in time a lot, which just makes it irritating when, you know, they kind of somebody turns up at the end of an episode, then it jumps to a completely different plot line, then it jumps to how they got to the end of that episode, then finally deals with it. So it approaches kind of the same moment from five different angles and then finally fucking deals with it. Uh, and then kills them. Yeah, I, I'm also that's, really, that's really unimpressed with how quickly they're dispensing with storylines yeah. and really fucking up, like, kind of, the, you know, what look to be long-term promising storylines, you know, the, the whole getting to Washington retrovirus thing to try and wipe out the dead, and then they basically just wipe that entire storyline. So that's like a year's worth of plot line just down the can. Yeah. In at one fell swoop. And it's like, oh, well, we'll just tromp back then, shall we? And carry on with what we were doing, which just seems to be milling around doing fuck all. Yeah. I don't know. This season hasn't bothered me, so I've never been disappointed with it. It's not gripped me as much as previous seasons have, but... I'm gutted that they killed that particular character at yeah. the end, because I, I quite liked her. Well, I think she, she was, was just starting she to, was to show promise. Yeah, <laughs> as is always the really way. interesting character. She was starting to develop some sort of agency, some sort of drive, an arc of her own right, and start to become more than just a bit of eye candy. Yeah, and then boom, headshot. Yeah, <laughs> that sucked. Yeah, yeah, it did. Big style. It sucked even worse that the Walking Dead uh, Facebook page. They didn't spoiler it. They did spoiler it, yeah. But yeah, oh well. So yeah, that's that's my main, one of my major disappointments is you know I always look forward to Walking Dead. You know, I, I enjoy the franchise, and I just think this season it just hasn't come anywhere near. It's on a par with how irritating season two was. Yeah, yeah, the whole Herschel's farm thing struggling to get on. Cool. Okay, so let's look at the good points from 2014. Highlights. Right? Highlights. No, I, it's natural. <laughs> <laughs> it's natural grey. Yeah. So, <laughs> Marvel had a good year. Yes. <laughs> did they yeah, really? Did they? Yeah. Funny <laughs> <I knew> that. <laughs> yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Guardians was. Guns of the was film of the year for me. Yeah. It was pushed very, very close by a by a late challenger to its title of best film of the year, in my opinion. But it did did just pip it to the post. But Guardians, Winter Soldier, the back end of Agents of Shield Agents season one yeah. and Agents of Shield season two, which has been phenomenal. Yeah, it has. It has yeah. been awesome. That's been one of the breakout shows for me. This mm. this second run. Because um, they've, it's like they've introduced the immortals. Yes, the, well, the, 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 no, the inhumans. Inf- inhumans, sorry, not the immortals. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. they started bringing the, the inhumans, yeah. which is 
scheduled to be a film at some point, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'll, I will agree with you, Marvel have had a phenomenal year. Yeah, totally. So that's my, my, that's my big highlight, Guardians of the Galaxy, highlight. for sure. It's just, yeah. I saw, I paid to see that film multiple times at the cinema. That's how much <laughs> I enjoyed it. And I laughed yeah. every time at all the same places. Mm. The film that ran it close, the film of the year for me, was Earth to Echo, which... I haven't had the opportunity. I haven't seen it, but I I caught the trailer for it at MCM, and I was like, "Yeah, I have to see that." And I think we saw the trailer for it something at the cinema, and Beckham was like, "Yeah, yeah, have to see that film. It looks phenomenal." So I I would have watched it at the cinema, but it was uh, I think it's a a U or a PG. It's a U, yeah. Yeah. It's only on during the day, and I don't like going. Yeah, ten thirty in the morning, kids. Yeah, I prefer late night screenings where I have peace and quiet. Yeah, but I got it on Blu-ray. Cool. And it's phenomenal. It is a perfect film, in my opinion. I couldn't find anything to fault it at all. Mm. Um, imagine if Super 8 had just been the first half of that movie, where it was just about friendship, just about adventure, mm. and didn't have anything to do with J.J. Abrams lens flaring big monsters all over the place. It was just the Spielberg homage that the first half of Super 8 was. Yeah. Chucking a bit of Goonies. Chucking really good use of modern tech as a storytelling tool in the film, and you've got uh, Earth to Echo. Brilliant. Brilliant. I'm Brilliant. really Brilliant. looking forward to it. I'll end it on Blu-ray. Yeah, that'd be great. Go and watch that. Yeah, that'd be good. Cool, cool. Highlights. A highlight for me, in contrast to what you were saying earlier, is Interstellar, which I thought was an amazing film. I thoroughly enjoyed that. We went to see that together. Megan absolutely adored it. I did it. It, it's, it harks back to you know classic, slow-paced, really well thought-out sci-fi. The the whole sort of Deus Ex Machina of the ending was where I had major gripes. Um, everything else I thought was great, um, and I did particularly love the sound. But I yeah, suppose I wasn't... that ending was a little bit unfulfilling for what the rest of it had built yeah into. possibly there, there, there were issues with the ending but I kind of saw it coming a mile away anyway yeah. so I, I really wasn't that disappointed it, it's always when they do something really unexpected and it just blows the whole film for me <laughs> that kind of pisses me off more than anything else it was how I kind of expected it to end yeah. but I, I thought it was amazing you know the just the visuals and the sound were phenomenal I loved the sound amazing <laughs> amazing film really well put together and I had ne- unfortunately I never got to go on the um, Oculus Rift thing that was at MCM because there was uh, something involving Interstellar and Oculus Rift at the MCM but there was always a massive queue yeah. for it I was, That's a shame. yeah I was gutted that I couldn't yeah. go on that yeah no I'm I'm, I'm, I'm with Brendan with Guardians of Galaxies fucking highlighted film for me um, but on TV I, I, I'm actually quite happy with season 2 of Arrow Arrow is yeah. well, season 3 season of Arrow 3 sorry 3 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah again Arrow is going from strength to strength yes. uh, Flash on the other hand would be on my disappointment list yeah Flash it's not as, as good as it could be no, I mean, no Megan enjoys it which says a lot about it, it yes it's, it's very much the kind of kids teens. yeah yeah kids teens but Arrow, Arrow is Yes, brilliant. Arrow is darker and it's oh, pushing okay. more boundaries, and it's made some very, very brave choices this yeah. season. Yeah, 
Stabby, stabby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think the the only gripe I would have about it is that you have the enforced crossover with Flash halfway through yeah. the season. Yeah, that's that was where annoying. they start one episode in Flash and then finish it in Arrow. Yeah, that that, that did was a bit irritating. There's going to be another spin-off from that as well. I think Atom's getting his own spin-off. I saw, yes. Well, it's, it's not been greenlit yet, but it's being mooted, it's good, I think. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, that, was a, that was a nice reveal. Yeah. Because I was kind of expecting him to be another bad guy. That Oh, I, I knew he was going to be. Uh, I didn't, yeah. see. So I, it was when they did the reveal of Atom, I was like, ah, that was pretty cool. But, yeah, no, Arrow this season is yeah. amazing. Really, really enjoying it. I just wish they'd stop fucking around with the flashbacks, though. <laughs> Getting a bit, I, I've yeah. completely lost the plot of what's happening in those flashbacks. Like, wasn't he on an island? Why is he working for Amanda Waller now? How did he get there? Don't fucking remember. Submarine, shop ship. I, I remember something about the shot down plane and Slade Wilson, and then the rest of it's blank. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Something involving Mirakuru. Yes. No idea how he ended up with Amanda Waller. <laughs> Because they're really ramping up that Suicide Squad plot line. Yeah. Which would be interesting to see where they go with that. Well, yeah, because there's that kind of possibility of a spin off with uh, Suicide Squad, isn't there? Mm. Uh, and That's what I wanted to ask you, actually. Go on. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk about Suicide Squad, the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's been talk about <coughs> Jared Leto as Joker. Joker. Mm. And there's been a lot of people saying that he can't play the role and he shouldn't be casting the role. Um, but my concern is not who's playing the Joker, but my concern is that the Joker's in the Suicide yeah, Squad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking yeah. I'm not I'm not a massive <coughs> reader of the Suicide Squad, but I don't ever recall the Joker being part of it. He's not. Joker's daughter is part of it currently. Yeah, yeah. And in the future, in and the, Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn, yeah. yeah. But Joker wasn't. Okay. In the future's end, uh, one shot, uh, Joker has two kids in mm-hmm. there, but they're modified. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm just thinking, what's he, what's he doing in the movie? I I, I don't know, and um, yeah, that that remains to be seen. Yeah, yeah. it's a, a possible misstep there because I, I'm really looking forward to the Suicide Squad movie, but I'm not sure how Joker fits in. And the other thing as well is that when the nerdist f- 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 uh, first announced Suicide Squad, the lineup didn't include Harley or Joker. No, um, so I think. Maybe they're being added because there just wasn't enough excitement about that film. Mm. And that's just not going to help. Mm. Joker should just be left alone and brought into a Batman movie. Yeah. Simple as. He belongs in a Batman movie, yeah. he doesn't belong in Suicide Squad. So, yeah. But then that's, you know, that's DC and Warner's not really getting their film franchises right. Yeah. Looking about adding more stuff to Batman vs. Superman. Apparently, it's going to be a two parter now. And Doomsday is going to be in it. Those are the latest stories oh, for Dawn of Justice. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, they're screwing the pooch there, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Aquaman. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aquaman, yeah they've they, yeah. they fucking cast Aquaman now, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Nobody wants to be Aquaman. Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many it's people have said that to him now. He's sort of going. <laughs> he's Black Adam, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's the, yeah, the bad guy. Yeah. yeah I've heard rumours of Supergirl as well. 
A TV series, TV series yeah. on CW, yeah. Yeah. yeah, on CW. Yeah. Well, that'll be that'll be good. Yeah. Starring. Don't know. Oh, you've not heard. The, there was rumours. There's rumours of uh, Gemma Atkins. Really? Yeah, 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 from Hollyoaks. The one who went from Hollyoaks to FHM. Yeah, yeah. Star. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super There's rumours of her being cast. Yeah. yeah. Rumours. Oh well. We'll see. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll get on to that. Yeah. Any other highlights? Was it Arrow? Was that Arrow? Was that Arrow? Was your highlight? Arrow was my highlight, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Back to you then, sir. Um, Sonic Highways, Foo Fighters documentary, nice. was yeah, fucking yeah. epic. I loved it. I've still because it would have meant it had more tracks on the album. And an 8-track Foo Fighters album is great, because it's 8 Foo Fighters tracks, but it sucks because it's not 10 Foo Fighters tracks. <laughs> um, <Okay>. <coughs> <coughs> uh, yeah, I loved the concept. I loved, as an audio engineer and uh, a recording engineer, I loved looking behind the scenes of all these studios that they recorded at. I loved them as a... MA student on a musicology course I loved the social and co- cultural context mm-hmm. uh, behind each of the tracks I loved the history of it all uh, yeah I thought it was a phenomenally well put together documentary series and Dave Grohl can do no wrong <laughs> indeed there you go enough said fair play okay <laughs> uh, okay another one from me then it kind of going back on ourselves a little bit but uh, Constantine TV show <sighs> Loving it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> well, there we go. So that's all yeah, three of us. Yeah, yeah, it's the fucking first yeah. one that we've all yeah. come up with then on our list. I thought there might have been more. Oh, Guardians. We've come uh, I wasn't on my list. Wasn't it? No. Oh, fuck you then. Because I knew you'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky Peter. <laughs> so yeah. Come up with other stuff. Uh, but yeah, Constantine, the TV show, it's oh, amazing. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I, I love its nods of the head back to the source material yes. I love you know that you know you see the cover artwork appearing in in the backgrounds of scenes and stuff and uh, all the you know the, the nods and winks towards Newcastle and where it's all going yeah. with that yes it's it's brilliant it's just a bit shame. of a shaky start on his accent but then it settled it's down settled yeah. down on episode, by the end of episode yeah. two yeah just a shame we didn't get picked up for a back nine. Yeah, I, I, I'm gutted that it hasn't got a full season. Yeah, yeah that is annoying. Gutted that it hasn't got a full season. That's always a worry then. That it won't go get watch up it, for people. Sign in and. But I think pro- I, I, I don't think there's ever going to be any problem with it getting a season two. Uh, it's just that they waited so long for it to come out that they couldn't do any kind of analytics on it on how well it was doing before they had to before the deadline passed right, for them yeah. to order the back. Yeah, you know, right, however many. But I, I, it's it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. I, I think it's got a lot of potential. It makes having to, Amazon Prime instant video worth worthwhile. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, it did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there, there's a few good ones on there actually. Isn't it's there? got an extant was all right. Yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't. It was all right. Wasn't, it was all right. Yeah. Earth shattering, but it was all right. I quite like Black Sails. Mm, I've, yeah, I've that not, was cool. Seen that, yeah. And Vikings. Oh, I've got a couple more disappointments to add. Oh, that sucks. Okay, so, but yeah, so Constantine was a great, yeah, great, 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 great. Uh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing where they go yeah. with it. 
Yeah. A quick disappointment then. Uh, very quickly, uh, the newsroom getting cancelled after episode six of season three, because I only got into the newsroom like two weeks before the final episode. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> and I thought it was on mid-season break because it like ended on the fourteenth of December. And I've been waiting for it to come back, and I've just realised that it's not coming back, it's done. Um, it's an Aaron Sorkin show, so if you're a fan of the West Wing, mm. you know exactly what to expect from dialogue and script and stories. Uh, the fact that's been cancelled is, is gutting. And then another disappointment from last year, uh, CM Punk quitting WWE. Mm. Um, fair play, he's gone on to do what he wants to do, and got nothing but respect for CM Punk because it did lead to another highlight of the year which was his Colt Cabana podcast appearance which broke the internet that was fucking ace <laughs> um, I'm just disappointed that WWE treated him so badly Yeah, he felt he had to leave Yeah, um, but yeah yeah very much so another highlight? not many yeah. no? okay well, no, as I, well, I was saying, Vikings, I think two seasons yeah. of Vikings last year and Black Sails are fucking brilliant. I'm wait, I'm, I can't wait for, for season three of Vikings to come out. Okay, well, my last highlight of the year, Elite Dangerous. It's uh, epic. And I'm spending an insane amount of time playing it when I should be doing things like <laughs> reviews and yeah. podcasts and eating and <laughs> sleeping. <Yeah. laughs> It's it's amazing. It it it's very very tough to get into. the The learning curve on it is huge. Like I saw a, a, a comic posted today. There's a web comic uh, that says uh, play eight, been playing Elite Dangerous for eight hours. And they go, oh, wow, what have you done? Like, you know, when conquered the galaxy, discovered all this new stuff. It's like, no, but I've almost learned how to dock my ship. <laughs> it really is like that. It's it, but it's amazing. I, I love it. I've been waiting two years for it since I backed it on Kickstarter. Yeah, you remember you said And it finally that. came out in December. And yeah, I'm flying around the galaxy in my Cobra Mark III and it's stunning. Cool. <laughs> it really is great. It's everything I hoped it would be and it's everything that I hoped EVE Online would be and wasn't. Ah, sweet, okay, cool. It's nice that you can play either open play, so you can bump into other people, they can try and pirate you and do all sorts of stuff, uh, or you can play it in solo play, which it does require you to be connected online, but it doesn't kind of put you into a multiplayer universe. And the good thing about it is that everything you do in the solo play mode can then transfer over to the open play mode as soon as you go in so any money you earn any upgrades to your ship and everything you can do that in the solo play mode and then go off and fly in the multiplayer one nice. with, with exactly the same stuff so you know you don't have that potential thing of going in in a really low powered ship and just having the ship blown out of you you can spend time building up your ship making yourself better getting all the money that you want in the world, doing all your exploration, and then fly out and start having at people. That's cool. So, yeah, it, it really is good. It's a lot of fun. But, yeah, I think I, I, I need to put it down every once in a yeah. while. I'm getting like that with Dota 2 at the moment. With what, sorry? Dota. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. To the Ancients. Got into that just over Christmas. That's a, a time sapper as well. Well, I'm not playing Dota, I'm watching videos on YouTube about Dota. <laughs> yeah. 
Cool. So that's 2014. Yep. There were a load of other stuff, but I think those were the better My kind of key points. I think there were a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there really were. But let's look ahead to 2015, though. Yeah, okay. So, stuff we're looking forward to this year. Age of Ultron. Someone's got to say it, yeah. Age Age of Ultron. Yeah, it's on my list. Um... Yeah, I've seen, have you seen the... Yeah, the, the, the I've not seen the new... Tra- I, I really tried so hard not to watch many the trailers. The best thing we're having an Astro Attack at half past two this morning was the fact that Marvel had just released that trailer. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. So I was taking my inhalers, I'm about to bed, just open Facebook as yeah. you do, and the oh, first place is Marvel's yeah. new trailer. I was like, oh, this makes it all worthwhile. And then yeah. just two, Age of Ultron makes Astro Attacks worth it. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. so, yeah. Yeah, really looking forward to that. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, if if only I'm really looking forward to it finally coming out on Blu-ray, so I can buy the box set of Phase Two. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the moment I don't have any of them, so all uh, none of the Wait Phase Two comes out. So I'm get the box waiting set. for that. So, yeah, because you know I've got, I've got the Avengers. Yeah. Phase One box set or the yeah. Phase Two box set, so I've been waiting for it to come out. <laughs> Just for the sake yeah. of And then it'll be the phase three, and then you'll want the whole complete collection in one box set. Possibly, yeah, yeah. I, I, on I, Blu ray in a tin. Now that I have the Blu ray player and everything, <laughs> I'm kind of rebuying totally, stuff totally again. Totally worth it. Totally <laughs> worth it. Really is. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I think my fifth copy of Alien was brought on Blu ray. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm, I'm now on my third copy of Blade Runner. Um, yeah, yeah. Because a director's cut on DVD, final cut on DVD, final cut on Blu-ray. <laughs> you mean you haven't got the editor's cut? My fourth copy of The Crow was on Blu-ray. I well. just got yeah. Well, so the, yeah this this year is the first time we did The Crow in Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Age of That's got to be on the list. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, now Star Wars, but not what you might think. Star Wars Battlefront on the PS4. I am massively looking forward to. I love that series. I still have the ones on my PS2. I still play them. They're great. I I don't care how many iterations there are. I will still have fun flying around Hoth in snow speeders and doing the trench run. Don't care how many times. Just more of it and I will carry on buying it and playing it. It's amazing. So I think that's like summer. That's due out. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront for PS4. Nice. That is going there. Yeah, that looks to be one of my games of the year, I would say. Yeah. What are you looking forward to, Andy? Talk about other people at home. I haven't really had loads to look forward to. I've not picked up loads. I haven't. Yeah, Age of Ultron absolutely is yeah. on my list. Um, but I haven't come across anything that's really awe-inspiring that I want to watch apart from that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, seriously, I haven't. Um, Chappie looks interesting. Yeah, that's on my list. Chappie looks interesting, but I have my doubts because it's Americanized version of an anime. You know? I, 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 I have no doubts about that this. as well. Oh, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's Robot. Blaine. So. Yeah, it's another Neil Blomkamp film. Ah, oh, right, so. okay. He has a track record of being... So you automatically love it? Yes. Pretty much. It does look pretty cool. It's like if Neil Gaiman does anything, I automatically yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, 
you know, because District 9 was awesome. Elysium... Yeah. Elysium wasn't as great as it could have been. Um, but still an epic... But it does, yeah, it does look world promising, though. Yeah. It, it does. Uh, I'm from, from, from what I've seen, the... The footage of the robots and stuff like that looks more cool. It it's got that. Um, well, the thing with the thing with Blomkamp is Caprica sort of feel yeah. to it. The thing with Blomkamp is he, is he likes hard effects. Yeah. So yes, he likes it works. props. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, he can do no wrong. Yeah. Mainly because I saw his concept art for his look of Alien Five. Yeah, that was very Which cool. Was just that was very cool. I was just like, that's the movie we've been waiting for, not fucking Prometheus. Indeed. Um, yeah. Someone wants to get Neil Blomkamp to look at John Spate's script for Alien Engineers, which is what Prometheus was kind of based on. Yeah. They essentially took Alien Engineers, ripped out all the parts that made sense, and made a shit movie out of the rest of it. But they should get him to redo it, because his, his art was brilliant. Yeah, uh, but Chappie's on my list because I like the idea of the you know you know because we got Terminator Genesis coming out this year, haven't we? Yeah. So we've got mm-hmm. a movie with robots and AI and stuff like that, and I have a feeling that Chappie is just going to stomp the Terminator's face into the ground and just do oh, it. Well, yeah, it should be. And just do it better because it tackles more of the issues about um, what mate? it is to be. Mm. To, to be alive what what is life and so Chappie's this robot and this, this sentience essentially mm. so I think Terminator meets Bicentennial Man <laughs> okay but set in District 9 we, fair enough with some Caprica thrown in yeah, yeah. but uh, that's probably like that's that, that, not probably that is definitely the worst summarisation of <laughs> the plot for Chappie let's think of loads of robot films and throw them together yeah fuck it with some alien shit. Fuck it, I haven't sworn up on this podcast, so fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I'm looking forward to it because Neil Blomkamp can do no wrong. And he should have done Star Wars. Mm. He just should have. Yeah. His world building and his yeah. love for a dirty, grimy sort of setting would have yeah, been. Definitely, I, yeah, definitely. I agree. That would have been an interesting set of films. Cool. Yeah. Okay. That was kind of yours, kind of mine, wasn't it? I was a little bit, bit, yeah. Community season six. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I've still never seen Community. (sighs) Just because it means Alison Brie is back on our screens. (laughs) (laughs) I think Brendan's crush of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's been a while. It's been a while since I was knocked Jennifer Lawrence off that spot as well, to be fair. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, Alison Brie. Okay, fair enough. Okay. It's not on TV. It's coming straight to Yahoo. Yahoo? Yeah, Yahoo. That still exist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, season six. How very 1990s. Yeah. <laughs> Glorious. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Cool. Back uh, to you, sir. Yeah, uh, well, okay. Well, my, the, my last one, it's more of a blanket one, it's, and it's more about events, really, because there's a lot of events coming up this year that we're going to and going to be doing so I'm kind of really excited by the prospect of going and doing them you know the next couple of months we've got sci-fi ball sci-fi weekender there's uh what what other stuff have we got coming up there'll be another MCM expo in May nine worlds in August nine worlds in August there's 
Kaleidicon. Kaleidicon. Uh, got the details. There is a new one this year. Uh, is the Northampton Comic Con. That's in September. Cool. So yeah, I, I, I'm excited by the amount of events that that are going on this year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for Kaleidicon, mostly for their focus on gaming, mm. as opposed to purely sci-fi, purely comics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've got like this is what would happen if you took the Sci-Fi Weekender, but then had the UK Games Expo at yeah. the same place and the same site. Yeah. Mm. Um, and they've got a good venue the down at the Blue Radisson Heathrow as well yep. so that's what I'm looking forward to because it's a new con as well yeah but it's always nice to see what a new con can do it is yeah, yeah. and I think you know Nine Worlds was very good as a new con it was, it was only its second year this year yeah. well last year just last year. yeah yeah and everything I heard you guys saying about Nine Worlds made me want to go yeah I, feel, I, I would feel comfortable going there yeah yeah I think, I think you would and I think you'd really okay. enjoy it yeah yeah, Sci-Fi Weekend is the first one. Huh? Oh, Sci-Fi Ball for me, which is start of February. Ah, fair enough. Okay. Which is in Southampton, which uh, Manu Interreme is back at. Nice. <laughs> so I was chatting with him because uh, obviously Fifth Passenger, the uh, Kickstarter film that he's in, got done just before Christmas, and that that's gone through. And that's being made because I had the director and writer on the other podcast talking about it. Cool. And I'm under orders to go and hassle Manu. Nice. Because <laughs> he's apparently bringing some footage for that. Sweet. Cool. So, That'd yeah. be cool. So, yeah, I think this year's going to be big on events. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, just, I guess, Ant-Man and the Phase 3 kick-off for the Marvel movies. Um... Agent Carter TV show mm. yeah that's too soon isn't well, it yeah. it's, it's out in the States I've seen the first episodes and they're, they're pretty good okay. okay there's definitely room for improvement yeah I, I, I was a bit sceptical about that to be fair I was a bit sceptical about the, the, the series of it and what they were trying to do yeah, with I it, think Whedon's fair. not quite as involved in this as he is in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. Um, but Kevin Feige is so it does fit the overall MCU um it's very forties in its feel, obviously given the setting. It's post-war. Mm. Uh, Peggy Carter is having to overcome quite a lot of misogyny and chauvinism in her role, um, and yeah, we have Howard Stark mm. making an appearance mm. as well. It's got promise. It's definitely got promise. Enjoyed it. Cool, okay. I'll have to check that out. I didn't realise that actually started. Yeah, there's a show as well called Ascension, which I saw the first five minutes of, and my stream crapped out, and I was not at all disappointed. Okay. <laughs> so, um, it looks like a show that should have promise if you read the blurb for it. It's like a human colony has been sent sent off on a ship to colonize other planets, and this they are 50 years into the voyage, and there's a murder on the ship. Okay. And I was so bored. After five minutes of what should have been a high concept sci fi TV show, that, yeah, as soon as it cut out, I was like, fair enough. So don't watch that, guys, if you find okay. it. One that we did binge watch over Christmas was Dominion, if you've heard of that. It's 
TV series spun off from the film Legion, Paul Bettany okay. film about war the first with angels. Episodes, yeah. And I hated it. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I quite enjoyed it. I thought the I thought the acting was just so cheesy. Some of it is, yeah. You know, it's it's uh, Anthony Head and yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alan Dale. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Jim Robinson. Jim Robinson and Giles. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, get, I couldn't get on with the first episode of that. We basically sat and binge-watched it one day. Yeah. Because it's only like ten episodes. So, yeah, we just sat and watched all that. But it was, it was all right. It was relatively fun. Some interesting concepts come up later on. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to watch it. No, that's <laughs> Okay, so I guess to bring it full circle, anything that we're not looking forward to this year or we think is going to be bad... Pound to see Yeah. 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 Well, now that it, now that it's going to be Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice Part One with Doomsday, it's like, how much can you cram into a movie? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be a car wreck of a film, like an absolute <laughs> car wreck. Um, yeah, that's that's the one thing I'm really not looking forward to this year. I don't think it's coming this year, but it's certainly probably going to, well, it's possibly going to go into production and that's Michael Bay doing Thundercats. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yet another yeah. franchise ruiner. Yeah. Um, what's one not looking forward to this year? Oh, we have a general election this year, don't we? Oh, God, yes, politics. Yeah. So, politics, not looking forward to that, especially as... No, politics, animals or children. Well... <laughs> Cameron announced today that yeah, I, uh, yeah, he saw that too. I did by the whole Snapchat WhatsApp thing that yeah. he wants these services banned unless unless they build backdoors. Yeah, so they, they, they can the, the government can yeah. spy on us. They want intelligence communities to have yeah. have access to these these methods of communication. Yeah, in the guise of preventing terrorism, hmm. which is bullshit. It's it's utter bullshit. Yeah, and it. It's technically implausible and also a security risk in itself. Yeah. Yes. Because as soon as you introduce a backdoor back door into something, somebody then somebody else is going to get access to it. Yes. <laughs> so it's fucking pointless. And Cameron is a moron. But he looks like he's building it as one of his campaign highlights. Campaign highlights. Mm. I mean, not a, not specifically for this, but he's. This isn't the yeah. first protect article your this children, week. Protect the country. It's not the first time this week he's gone after tech. No, indeed. You know. And that's just bullshit. One thing I am looking forward to this year, though, and hopefully it'll get developed some more, um, there was bad news for SpaceX this week. They did get supplies to the International Space Station, mm-hmm. but the ship crashed on landing, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, because what Elon Musk is trying to do is uh, develop a system of VTOL, essentially, so it can land itself and then be reused. He wants reusable rockets. Mm. Um, and everything worked fine, apart from a couple of issues with landing. But he's getting closer to hitting that target, which means he can cut the cost of spaceflight to 1% of what it currently wow. is. Because, like, we spoke about him before. Yeah. He, he is, like, the real-life Tony Stark. Mm. He wants to see colonisation missions for Mars. And getting a ship that can land and be reused is a key part of that overall mission. 
Mm. So a bit of bad news for SpaceX, but overall the project is coming along nicely. There you go. We've got some actual fucking tech stuff on this show. Nice. Yeah, yeah boys. I'm not going to ruin it by saying that. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to my lace-up Nikes as well. Yeah, 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 the they, yeah, they were confirmed today. Yeah. yeah. I want my fucking hoverboard. Yeah. You've got it for October. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a, there was a, a lot about it. There was Tony Stark. Not Tony, Tony Stark. Stark. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Well, he did too, didn't he? He did one which is an obvious fake, which he had to apologise for because people believed well, it. He, yes. he didn't apologise as such, did he? He just no, said, he, you yeah. do realise that this is a fake, this was set up, this wasn't actually real, yeah. you bunch of fucking idiots. But then he did another <laughs> one. Then he did a real Which one. was real. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, do have, you can only write on a certain surface. Yes. Obviously. Well, but that's it. That's, that's as it start. says, the ones in the film don't work on water. Yeah. True. <laughs> 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 But where's uh, Jules 34, eh? <laughs> Was it 34? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, I think that pretty much brings us to a close. Yeah. We've got some music for this week, have we, sir? We do indeed. By a fantastic um, Canadian band called Art of Dying. And uh, Johnny Everington has Thank given you. us... Sorry. Oh yeah, no, no. It's it's it is. Um, Johnny Hetherington, the uh, um, founding member and vocalist, has actually kindly given us permission from it. Cool. Um, they're a post-grunge alt metal band who uh, originally signed up with Disturbed label. I like them already. Yeah. Uh, post, and they, post-grunge alt metal. They, so they certainly do have a, a quite a, a list of, uh, of of bands that they're associated to. Like uh, Cedar, Three Days Grace, they've toured with Five Finger Death Punch. Uh, they're all really cool, cool guys, um, and they've got a brand new album coming out this year. Sweet. So um, this isn't from it, but uh, this is from um, their 2011 album Vices and Virtues, and a song called Completely. Enjoy. Awesome. Enjoy it, folks. Um, and that's all for this week. So until next time, I've been Brendan. I've been Spindles. And I've been Aidy. Until we meet again, dear friends, take care and be excellent to each other. I see the end of you and I. I used to care, I used to try. The one to keep us alive, but you and I just can't survive. Through all your lies, I now see you. I can't believe the things that you do. You think you'll be better off alone. You're asking me to somehow let go. Watch what you wish for, you know that you just might get it. Completely without me, what's in your head? On your hands completely Without me I overturn I understand Like an angel without wings Or a song that never sings Completely without me Completely without me It's hard to sleep In the bed you make There's consequence for the path you take 
Too late.